0: The following is a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified. The guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900CHML.
1: Hello everyone, this is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy team.
2: Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show. Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Good morning once again. Yes, Rick Zamprin here. Rob Golfie there. He's with the Golfie team, REMAX Escarpment Realty, and uh, the number one REMAX team in Canada, by the way, if you haven't heard. 905-575-7700 to call the Golfie team. Check out their website at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And you can follow the Golfie team on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're also offering, and they have been for a while, an Instant Home Estimate. Go online to GolfyHomeValue.com. Plug in some numbers and you will get a pretty good idea of what your home could be sold here in the Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara, Brantford area. That website, GolfyHomeValue.com. We have a special guest on the show today that we'll introduce to you now. And we'll talk to him a little uh, later on in the program. His name is Alfonso Salemi and he's from Jag Rent to Own. Alfonso, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you doing today? We're fantastic, and uh, we love that you are, are joining us this morning. We'll get into what uh, Jag Rent to Own is all about as well. And Rob, I know you have some uh, interesting things to say about a, a Burlington native as well as a multi-family conference that you recently attended. Tell us about it.
1: Yes, this uh, last weekend I went to a multi-family uh, conference uh, seminar that was held at the Toronto Convention Center in Toronto, and they had a lot of good speakers there, like Alex Rodriguez from, the, I guess, the baseball player. Hmm. Uh, Grant Cardone, he's, uh, he was there. Great information. Um, I couldn't believe how much, like, you're always learning, and I love I love absorbing. I love going to seminars. I sit there, I'm watching it 100% in, in my seat. I I don't want to be interrupted, and I like going to them a lot of times by myself because usually the guys I go with They like to go to have fun and, and, and do whatever they want. I'm there to listen and, 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 and get information. So we were there, this is about buying, you know, multifamily, uh, buildings, uh, you know, how you can do it, um, and, and how to do it, uh, the right way. But what I met, I met Alfonso there and he was telling me, uh, a a little bit about, uh you know, those rent to own thing. And I started getting up and I said, oh, give me a break with this rent to own. And I, I, I just I just went, you know what? Usually these rent to own uh, deals are good for the landlord. They're never good for the tenant. And and I, 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 I'm not a, a big th- uh, thing about it. And then he started explaining to me, he goes, Rob, it's no, no, it's totally different. And I go, wait a minute. You know what? Save it for the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said okay. save it for the radio show. So th- that's that's Alfonso. We're going to talk to him about that in a short bit. But I want to talk about this lady mm-hmm. in Burlington. Um, she She's in been Bur- lived in this condo for about eight years. She's about 69 years old on a fixed income. The condo recently did a lot of work replacing water mains and roads. Now, the cost was $2.4 million. Now, mm. she's already... Cutting back her expenses, you know, like, like uh, turning down the heat, going on food to the food bank, make ends meet, and she doesn't have the money to pay the $40,000. That's a special assessment. Now, this special assessment, uh, it probably started uh, years ago, probably four, three, four years ago. Now, she's trying not to sell the condo because it's in her name. Now, I get it. She, she's in an old building, okay? And these old buildings, I'm telling you, there's two, two bad things about this. They need work. And two, the, the, the condo corporations, they're only saving 10% of the condo fees. Now, let's say you get, you've get you got uh, 100 units and, and the condo fees are three $400 a month already as it is. Um, they're only saving 10% of that, which is not enough in the future to deal with these uh, problems that you have. And, and, and the condo corps, I know they need the money to maintain the grass, the snow plowing and, and, and upkeep, everything else. But every time these buildings need something, they're always giving a special assessment. And I hate that. And that's why I always recommend you get to own a condo. Make sure it's newer, in my opinion. Otherwise, look at this lady. Now, she's being forced to either get a, a, a line of credit and she probably can't even afford the line of credit, or forced to sell. And guess what? If she sells, where is she going to go? And she she's not the rent wherever she's going to go is going to be way more money than what she's paying now. So it's it's a sad situation for this lady. Um, I think that the, uh, in my opinion, these condo corps they got to be uh, scrutinized. They got to be governed. They're taking too much money for themselves and they, should, uh, you know, they, they shouldn't be in this situation. If a building's collecting money for 10, 20 years,
3: they should have a huge reserve fund for situations like this. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Robin, you know what? I, I was fortunate enough, the first property I ever bought was actually in Mississauga and it was part of a condo. It was a freehold, but there was condo fees for all the common elements. And I was actually two weeks, I moved into the condo and there's a guy knocking on my door in the work boots, and he's here and, and going, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here to replace the windows. And I'm like, who are you? I had no idea what condos were. I was young, my first property bought. So I said, if I'm going to be part or living here, I'm going to be part of this condo association. I got to learn about the reserve fund, the studies of what, need, what needs to be replaced in the future, garage doors, the roofs, all the different landscaping and, and tiling that. So when you're looking at buying the condo, for sure, you have to do that due diligence research that this is a horrible situation where there's no fault of this lady's, And like you said, they can't just call a special assessment. Yeah. Well, right? the,
1: well, this special assessment chances started about
3: two, th- two, three years ago,
1: but, but, but she's being forced to pay it now. Sure. Yeah. So
2: I, I would imagine that she's not the only one in this building that's being asked to pay. Well, no, I'm no,
1: everybody had to pay this $40,000. Now, chances are um, a lot of people pay over a certain time, maybe $300 a month, yeah. a, a course of two or three years, depending whatever the fee is. It's on top of their condo fees, whatever the amount is. But the problem is she didn't pay the special assessment uh, when they started like the monthly payments because she couldn't afford to. Mm-hmm. But now the condo corp wants the money and they're forcing her to, to, to do something, to get the money, to sell, whatever. And uh, which is sad. But I, I want to also mention one thing. Um, you know, I'll tell you, when you're buying a brand new condo building, okay i've seen where uh condo buildings newly built within a year sometimes something of a construction went uh, defect that happened you know everybody starts suing each other guess what you know who has to pay for that defect that that the contractor that did the job the condo the owners of the condo building and i've seen one that happened in stony creek this is probably 20 years ago 20 plus years ago there was a a a, a, a two level condo buildings going up on the water there was a there was a problem with the uh, shoreline how they made this and guess what this the, uh, they sued the uh, the builder of the property they sued the contractor everything the condo owners the condo owners they were not even a, a, maybe a year in owning this thing they had to pay a three hundred dollar uh, uh monthly assessment on top of their condo fees for three years hmm. to pay to have their shoreline redone and those are new buildings so, I mean, it can, anything can happen, either new or it can happen either old, old for sure. I would, me personally, going to an old condo building, you better check to find out what they've done, the roof, uh, the, uh, all the maintenance and everything on that building. Because if they got to start redoing it, you're going to be in big trouble. And uh, so you got to make sure when you buy a condo, get the status certificate, read it thoroughly, find out what they did,
3: as well as the future planning of the building, especially if it's an older one, right? There are things that are eventually going to wear out, tear, break, need to be replaced five years, 10 years, 20 years out on on how they're viewing that and have a fair assessment to look at.
2: So what questions should prospective condo buyers be asking condo corporations or, or just the developer?
1: um i i I think if you're buying a condo and let's say the condo building's been there you know five years and everything so anything anything that that could go wrong has gone wrong if it's new now you know in 10 years to 15 years there's going to be a lot of things that have to be replaced in this building so you got to find out how much is in the account like how much is in that reserve fund like some of these condo buildings they only carrying 100 hundred thousand dollars. that doesn't that won't buy anything. That doesn't cover anything, especially on a building. If you're in a building that's got 200 units or more or whatever, even 100 units, it costs money to, to take care of that building. And they need more than just 10% in the reserve fund. So, like, like it's, just, it's just, I think somebody's got to go in and manage better and get some better management for these condo corps so that they don't have to go through special assessments.
3: It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. And I'm not mistaken to think that because it's a newer building, they don't have that reserve built up, right? Initially, or maybe they've gone construction over. No, no, to. there is no reserve in new building. Okay.
1: So they're so starting so to build it, but they there, should, there shouldn't, shouldn't be any reserve. Yeah, well, they're, right, they're yeah. starting it, but yeah. the, that reserve should be, but in five, 10 years from now,
2: that reserve should fund be should be awesome. Big. It should, they should have at least a million in there to, to cover That's any any, any problems. We got a couple of minutes. I, I do have another question on this. Is this situation a rare or occurrence or more common than people think?
1: More common than you than people think. It happens a lot. It just this just hit the papers just because of the fact it's an elderly woman on a fixed income and. She and she owns this bill, this condo, and she cannot afford to pay it. But it, there are special assessments happening all the
2: time on buildings all
1: over Ontario.
2: Well, I can imagine that'll discourage a lot of people from entering the condo market. Like if this, if you're going to be handed a forty thousand dollar bill, uh, that that's a, that's a big pill to swallow. I, I would be frustrated.
1: I, I I would be like, and and then that's why they have a status certificate to see if the building is on, um, uh, you know, in good standing. There was a building in uh, East Hamilton on, um, I can't remember, it's off a of green, not green, um, uh, in East Hamilton, and two buildings, they, the, the corporations went bankrupt. Do you know the stigma on those buildings for the longest time, mm-hmm. the property values of those condos were, were terrible for those, for those condo owners? And uh, so, because it was mismanaged, and it and it and it went bankrupt. It's terrible. That was in East East Hamilton. That happened probably about twenty years ago. And and that building still has that stigma a little bit.
2: Well, wow, that's, that's a, a pretty sad state of affairs for sure. When we come back, we're going to dive into what Jag Rent to Own is all about with our special guest, Alfonso Salemi from Jag Rent to Own. Don't forget, for the hottest listings in town, go online to robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot And call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfi team, 905-575-7700. You're listening to the Golfi Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on Brilliant.
0: 900 CHML.
2: Welcome back. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, Sales Representative, REMAX, Escarpment Realty, the Golfie Team. Find them on the World Wide Web at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie Team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Follow them on social media, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Facebook. Give the Golfy team a like and a follow. And you can also get an instant home estimate online at GolfyHomeValue.com. That's GolfyHomeValue.com. Our special guest today is Alfonso Salami from Jag Rent to Own. Their website is JagProperties.com. And happy to have Alfonso on uh, the show for us today. Uh, Rob uh, and Alfonso, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to this segment. And we'll dive into what Jag Rent to Own is all about. Give us a, a, a top level look at what the company does.
3: Us. Yeah, thanks so much, and, and Rob, really appreciate you having me on here, and uh, great to chatting with you as well, too, Rick. So, Jag Property, Jag Rent a Home, essentially, we're enabling homeowners that can't qualify for conventional financing today to get into home ownership, and at the same time, we're working with families, individuals that want to invest in real estate but don't want all the hassles that come along with landlording, rent collection, uh, tenant management, all that type of stuff, and really putting the two together. So. Helping people get into the home ownership game, getting into building their home, their dreams uh, through financial education, through uh, credit coaching uh, and, you know, really budgeting for their family so that they can qualify at the bank over a period of time, typically anywhere between two to four years.
2: So how exactly does this work? You have someone who's looking for a home. They don't really have the financial resources to, you know, make a down payment, get to the home that they want uh, to get to, and they contact you. And, and how, how do you pick up the ball and run with it from there?
3: Yeah, absolutely. An example that I could run through, you know, 100 times a week is, you know, someone, say, on, you know, on Rob's team, they, they, they contact you, they want to buy a home. Typically ask them, hey, have you been qualified at the bank or at the mortgage broker? And they'll say, oh, no, I haven't. So they'll, they'll head out. Rob will connect them with, you know, their favorite mortgage broker, host of the golfies, um, right? So they'll go out and um, try to get them qualified. And typically, we'll see something is preventing them. It's usually their income, their down payment, or their credit, or a combination of those two things. So we they should be able to own the home if they had a little bit more down payment saved, if their income was a little bit higher, or if um, their credit was at the, the where the bank wants to see it. So they need that time period whether it's save up, fix their credit, or claim their income problem. So we'll look at them from a rent-to-home perspective and say, over three years, if you can improve your credit, you can claim a little bit more income or make more income over this time period and build up a down payment and savings, you'll be able to qualify at the bank and we'll get you in there. However, you actually get to go and pick the home today and we'll buy it for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So So they actually have a budget.
2: I was going to say, so JAG owns the home and the homeowners, um, however the the payment plan is set up, eventually pay you back, pay JAG back and, and eventually own the home.
3: Yeah. So JAG, through our joint venture partners, investors, different people that we work with that want to enable families to own their home are on title, own the properties, buy the homes. And we're coaching. JAG is coaching the tenant buyers, we call them, in the program to do those things that they need to do. And then they buy the home through their own qualifying at the bank or at the lender at the end of the term at a predetermined price. So they know what they're going to buy the home for in the period of time they're going to buy it for. They know the issues that they need to address, income, down payment, credit. And they have that almost like a first right of refusal to purchase that home at the end. They get their own finance.
1: So the the thing is, so we're in
3: 2023
1: now. A tenant uh, finds a house. You buy it and the price that the tenant, what's the, what's the price the tenant's buying the house at? It, let's say they buy it in five years. Uh, they take over in five years. So is it based on the 2023 price or is it based on the 2028 20, uh, price? So we typically three
3: years is the typical length of the program, say okay, gotcha. 23 to 26. Yeah. But the price at the end is typically capped at a 5% appreciation. For, so, the, for the entire,
1: per year. Value, oh, per year. Per okay, year. gotcha. So, and
3: it's predetermined. So let's just rough numbers say if it's a $600,000 purchase, at the end of the term, it's a $700,000. Right? So if we buy today at six, the tenant buyer will buy it back at the end of as an example.
1: Right. Which is actually cheaper than what the market has been doing because it's, it's, it's been performing more than 5% a year and in, in, the, in, the, in the last 10 years.
3: So. And that's the magic and, and why we do it a little bit differently is because we want that tenant buyer to succeed. Now, all the mortgage brokers that are listening to this. If a client in three years from now had good credit where the banks want it, had the down payment saved, and had the income to show it, and then they were buying a home that was appraising for right where it needs to be, or even appraising higher than what they're purchasing it for, are they going to get that loan? Right? So we're trying to set that client up for success from their own personal financing situation, but then also the market. Nobody can predict what's going to happen in the market. We are expecting more and more people coming to this country. There's the shortage. That's not news everybody knows this. So we're trying to help people get into that market, at least that first foothold. And then now they have equity, they're buying that home, where do they go from there in terms of investing or, or helping other families or just owning their home and having that safe and security. We've got them on that path that ladder.
2: So Alfonso, I'm a big fan of origin stories, whether it's superheroes or inventions <laughs> or, or incredible people in our everyday lives. I always like to know how things start. How did this all start?
3: Yeah, it, it really all started with the uh, the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. For most investors, Rob, you know, we were in that room together on the weekend. It all started with that book uh, about you know investing in assets and liabilities and and, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, took some courses and training uh, similar to Rob. Loved being you know front row, listening, absorbing as much info as we can, um, uh, and really took the the, the rent to own kind of strategy. Um, as as the the one that I like the most because you're able to help families. I was a little bit of a scaredy cat, so every time I heard about rentals, you heard about people not paying, breaking things, damaging things. So I was always worried about. Imagine a building of 100 people doing that would make me nervous. So I like this strategy. And uh, throughout the the classes, I had met my now business partner uh, on through via email, and uh, he had an opportunity that I had learned about. On this is the type of deal that you should invest in. I had a little bit of qualification, um, and income. I was still working. Uh, I invested in that deal and really, uh, we kind of meshed. We, we built a business. We have, you know, six full-time staff now that, uh, that help us to help all these families. Um, and, and yeah, we just kind of did one after we kind of capped ourselves out in terms of the qualification and mortgages. We had to find joint venture partners and investors to, to help these families. And we've really built uh, a great business, close to 300 families now that we've, we've helped into home ownership.
2: So, how many families would you help in a month, per se, on average? I know, I know, some months are busier than others, but what would be the average?
3: Yeah, our always our goal is a nice round five, Five's nice, right? And now we're and now in, into our our business cycle, we're we're also selling the homes back as well. So that's mm-hmm. you know the, the buys and sells, right? Similar to, um, yeah. So typically, yeah, five to ten. We'll help as many as we can. The more, the better, right? Because uh, we we think that the home is probably the most stable thing and and when we're trying to fix things in society and bigger things like crazy and you know we heard over the weekend as well too the terrible tragedies of uh the landlord tenants and all that kind of stuff is that we're trying to bring goodwill to this industry that if you're stable and you feel good at home you're probably going to do a lot better things once you leave the home and you're outside of your home and for for the world as well too so that's our mission and our goal
2: you've referenced it a couple times the whole landlord tenants uh, friction, if you will. I mean, there's so many words you can describe. You know, the relationship, and, and many of them are awesome. Many of them are great. You know, landlords and tenants, they have years of partnerships together, and there's a big win-win. Um, but there, there has been, and we've seen, especially during the pandemic, a downside of of this landlord-tenant relationship. How do you manage those kind of situations?
3: Honestly, we are we are so blessed. Uh, so many of the the clients, the tenant buyers that are in the homes, they're they're treating it as if it's their home. They've given a significant you know, down payment deposit at the beginning of the program. They've committed to working together. Uh, we have a, a our our client care specialist that goes out on the road and visits our clients every three months because we work across the province, right? So we're out to Ottawa, Sarnia, Windsor. Um, oftentimes, he's invited to sit down and have dinner, or have a drink, or a coffee with with our tenants. And when I was going out on the road and doing that, I love that because you get to meet the clients that that actually uh, that want to own their home. So it's it's very. Uh, it's very good. I I would be lying if I said sometimes there aren't issues, right? There's job gaps or things like that, but we want to work with the client. We're going to give them all the tools possible so that they can succeed. They have to use them. They have to put them to work. It's their own effort and energy that needs to be, you know, the the kind of the motor to to get the deal done, but we're going to give them everything that they need to succeed. So um, very good relationship overall.
1: There would, there would be no landlord tenant issues because these, people that are going into this program they're gonna be the landlord or the owner themselves at the end of the term. at the end right. of the term right. so it's so so you so they're gonna take care of this house like it is their own it is theirs uh, but it's just that it's a delayed it's a delayed uh gratification on 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 taking possession of this mm-hmm. and so they get a little bit of equity buildup also the the people that are putting the program I, I guess jag is also getting uh, a buildup. Cause I mean, that's how they make their money. That's, that's the business they're in. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty good program. I, I, how did, like, like, how do like people like go, do they go online and say rent to own? Like how do how do they find you? They
3: got to type in J A A G rent to home. So the market, you know, and oftentimes, Rock- no, no, no.
1: But like, I'm, oh, I'm a guy yeah. that's, I, okay. I can't afford to buy a house. Oh, I see. I, I'm, a per- I'm a person. I can't, I've got a, some down payment. I got good credit and all this stuff i i like if i'm googling like how do i land you on google and find oh my god i didn't know this existed. well
3: from you know what this is a i'm so happy that we met and it's rent to home and the reason is that that's half the battle to be honest with you is that a lot of people don't know but the, the realtors the mortgage brokers the the investors the bankers lawyers they don't understand that there's something out there like this that can be as of assistance that can help people and from both sides right and and if it can help your team or, or or people do more business, get into their home, uh, make a better return on their investment versus other vehicles that they have, um, then that that's that that's what we want to leave behind. So yeah, how, how to find us is. I'm trying. I'm I'm, I'm meeting really good-looking guys at conferences, and then getting invited to a radio shows. So we're trying to get out there. <laughs> uh,
2: the the website, by the way, is uh, jagproperties.com. J A A G properties.com. Our special guest, Alfonso Salemi from Jag Rent to Home, and uh, of course, this is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. I can I can really see a great partnership between realtors like Rob and uh, Alfonso. You you and your company, because uh, Rob, I, I'm sure you've come. Across many wannabe homebuyers, and they just can't get that financial, you know, final uh, stamp of approval. Here, here's an avenue where you can say, "Well, hey, I know someone, and they could get you into a home."
1: Yeah, maybe not today, but definitely tomorrow. Like, yeah. like there's there's opportunities out there, and it makes it uh, that's fantastic. I and and I've always seen these rent to own programs. Now, this is a company that's basically. Getting the house and getting the, uh, the 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 tenant or the buyer together before it would be like you'd see a landlord in the paper or like you know in the classifieds and say rent to own, mm-hmm. and then what happens the old days or whatever they uh, they would put down okay you put you, I think the rent would uh, would be uh, in, increased, increased and part of a premium and then part of that rent would be put aside for the down payment, but a lot of the times. Uh, the tenant never ends up buying the the house and the landlord ends up getting a lot more money for the rent and And the landlord wins on those deals all the time. And that's when I was I went to Alfonso. I go, come on, give me a break. This, I heard those deals, but this is actually <laughs> pretty good. I, I like the deal because, I mean, no matter what, I mean, it, it, you actually catch up. Uh, if you wait three years to save up your money, the house prices are going up, but they're doing a fixed, 5%. So if the housing price goes up more than 5%, they you know, benefit. They benefit yeah. And then you basically know you're getting your 5%. The, the other aspect of it, if it does go down, obviously you still get your 5%, but they can opt to walk away from That's that. Right. if They it's want
3: option. Yeah.
1: It, they can walk option. away. But, but yeah, uh, but yeah fanta- I, I think it's fantastic.
3: What other, what other uh, questions uh, arise from this? Well, a, a lot of time too, is we, you know, we talk about the tenant buyer, of the clients, but really what I like to think is, you know, the heroes in, in this story are, are the joint venture partners, the investors that they are working full-time jobs, they have families, you know, they're maybe picking up extra shifts or, or working longer so that you know, they can pay for vacations or school or things like that, where you know, they don't know where to turn in terms of investments, whether it's the stock market and, and things are so volatile and what to do. But this actually gives them an investment in people as well as the property, right? As, as something that is viable, a tangible asset so they're actually helping someone and actually getting a great return, maybe not having to work that extra shift because they got that little bit of extra cash flow or revenue into their bank account. So then they can spend that time with their family or go on vacation. So that's a lot of people ask, you know, how are you doing this? Or you are buying all these homes? Not at all. I wish that'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> one day, hopefully we can do that, have this big, huge fund and, and buy as many as we can. But um, But with individuals and families that are just hardworking people that have the capability to qualify and buy homes and want to help people. So that they can actually see, hey, this is the house, these are the people. this is the magic that's happening and and just the incredible feeling that we get time after time when when clients are successful and they get to own their home and now they start their journey um, we we want to get to a point where we find someone that you know comes into your office that can't buy, gets into our rental own program, uh, eventually becomes an owner, and then reinvest and then puts another family into home ownership and get that cycle going forward so um yeah i just i really appreciate the opportunity of being on here being able to speak about it and uh and bring a little bit of a, a change to this industry and that's why we're Jeg rent to home not rent to home
1: it's it, it it the timing couldn't be any better, especially with uh the housing uh crisis and uh and the and the how housing prices are going up uh in in canada it's uh it's actually timing's pretty good. It just saves the people to to wait and wait and wait and wait and as prices go up too high. You know, it um, is, uh, it, it is definitely.
2: It is a win-win, and, and we're going to talk more about this on, on the other side of the break, but you can go online right now to jagproperties.com. It's J-A-A-G properties.com. And don't forget, if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. The Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial Welcome Very.
2: back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative. REMAX Scarpman Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And they're dominating the social media game. Check them out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And for an instant home estimates, go online to GolfyHomeValue.com. That's GolfyHomeValue.com. And if you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email, questions at RobGolfy.com. Our special guest today is Alfonso Salemi from JAG Rent to Home. Their website, JAGProperties.com. That's properties.com. And they're helping many people find, in, in some cases, the home of their dreams. And I really had a question about that, Alfonso. When someone finds their house, what happens in terms of making sure that house is right for them?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So first, we we look at their full financial profile, provide them a budget, and then pair them. If they don't have a realtor or the realtor that's provided uh, the introduction to us, they actually go out and choose the home. So they're going to look at one, three, five, twenty, fifty. I don't know what's the record, Rob on. How many times a buyer will, will look at homes <laughs> oh. right <laughs> you get up there that's for sure so it, we, we simulate that buying process as if they were qualified so they're going to go look at homes we're trusting the you know the, the the licensed realtor to show them the homes that best fit their needs right you know whether it's the extra bedroom the finished basement you know a garage space uh, whatever they need and and we're going to do um we're going to have a, a home inspection so they're going to get to walk through the home with a home inspector, I like to say, see where the shutoffs are, see where, you know, the grading is, make sure all the, the major systems of the home are in good condition. And then they get to educate themselves about their property, right? Because it might look great on the outside, but there might be structure or roofs or things like that. Like we were talking with the, with the condo in a few years, we're going to have to replace this. Are, are you budgeting for that, right? If it's a 30 year old furnace, man, those things will probably last longer than now, these newer furnaces. But anyhow, um, but they're, they get to walk through that property. Uh, we're walking through it with them as well, with the home inspector, with our realtor, they get the good look under the hood to make sure that it is safe and they get to make that final decision or walk away and say, now let's go look again tomorrow.
2: Now within that process, and I've been in this boat too, you know, you're walking through a house, you're thinking, wow, this is the one, but you know, I want to change, I don't know, maybe the kitchen or the washroom. I want to make some home improvements. And we all are watching home reno shows <laughs> these days for sure. Yeah. Are you allowed to do that in this process?
3: I love this question. And we were talking about how the clients maintain the property. In many cases, they're improving it the flooring, the cupboards, you know, anything that's cosmetic paint, absolutely go for it. There's some fashion choices that maybe I wouldn't go with, but then again, you know, some people don't like this kind of shirt either. So, um, but uh, um, yes, they're they can do whatever they like in that home. Obviously if there's going to be structural or, any you know major things, then they have to get the proper permits and proper licensing you know, electricians or or people like that. But they get to improve the home as if they as if it's their own, right? They can improve that. What if a what if a furnace breaks down
1: and and a furnace needs to be updated? Just it just. Crashed and burned this furnace. Who pays for that furnace?
3: Yeah, great question. So that would be the, the client's responsibility, the tenant buyer. that's Okay. That home as if you're the homeowner. Now, depending on the cost, we don't want to get them into the, you know, pay for 99 year furnace program. <laughs> right. So we'll say, okay, right. So if, if, if they don't have the full financial means at that point, we can assist them, but then if, at that point, there would be repaid, right, for a few thousand dollars. If there's other major things that insurance is covering, right those we have a, the, the building insurance as well too on any structure and things like that But they would be responsible for the deductible so, so.
1: repairs and maintenance are all on the uh on the uh the tenant yep. and making sure they take care of the property cutting the lawns and all that kind of stuff got it. And, ma- and managing everything about the house that's awesome that's awesome yeah, yeah.
3: it's 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 the homeowner in training right yeah. if you don't want to cut grass and change furnace filters and maintain the home, maybe home ownership's not for you. right Right, you should just you should rent. maybe you have a transient lifestyle, working in different parts of the world, then renting is better for you. But if you want to put roots down, you want to take care, you want to be part of a community, then you know that's something that you know that, that you need to do and be part of.
2: It's really no different than if you had a mortgage with a big bank or a credit union or whatever the case is. I mean, you're not going to have a banker come over and you know fix your furnace or cut your lawn.
3: This is you're you're, you're, you're you are the owner of the home. Absolutely. Yeah. The The only difference is, is that they see our face. We see their face. They know us. We know us. Uh, and we're helping them guide them through versus, you know, uh, God, we love the banks. They're great. They're awesome. But they're not going to assist you if things go down. They're just going to say, you know, here are the steps And versus we have that human element, that human touch that we want to assist and help our clients um, so that they can be successful.
2: Given that, we only got about 45 seconds on this, you know what, I'll, I'll tee up the question we'll do it in our next segment. I, I want to know from Alfonso, our special guest from JAG Rent-A-Home, and again, you can go online to JAGproperties.com. Here's the question. At the end of the rental term, if things go a little bit off kilter for the homeowner and they can't quite afford you know those final payments or or the 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 rest of the mortgage or whatever the case is you know what happens then we'll get Alfonso's answer to that when we come back here don't forget if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house call the number one remax team in canada that is the golfie team the phone number 905 575 7700 that's 905 575 7700 online at robgolfie.com that's rob G-O-L-F-I.com. the golfie real estate show hamilton And last go-round here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, REMAX's Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, online at robgolfie.com, the hottest listings in town, at robgolfi.com. Get your listing on that website by calling the number one REMAX team in Canada, the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram as well. And you can also Contribute to the programs by sending in a question or a topic idea for a future show. That email address is questions at robgolfi.com. Our special guest today, Alfonso Salami from Jag Rent to Home, online at Jagproperties.com. That's J-A-A-G properties.com. They're helping a lot of people get into homes who wouldn't normally qualify for a down payment. They just can't, you know, save that amount of money. But if they're, if they're enrolled in the program and things are going well, but at the end of the term, they just can't uh, make that last qualification payment, what, what happens then?
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Rick. That's, that's probably one of the top two that we always get. And bottom line, we want to work with our people. So first off, we're, it's not going to be a surprise. Typically at the end of the three-year term, it's not going to be like, oh, wait, you can't qualify. We've been in contact with our clients on a quarterly basis all the way throughout the program, either in person, via zoom, phone calls, emails, uh, in constant contact flow, information sharing. So we'll know maybe a year, year and a half into a program, if things are maybe need to be maybe adjusted or save up or, um, you know, job loss where there's been maybe a gap of unemployment where we can create some payment plans. Again, we want to work with the tenant buyers. They need to do everything that they can do. There's unfortunate situations where there's been divorces or, uh, you know, each of them, uh, the couple couldn't afford to qualify on their own for that property, right? So, again, there's situations where we've extended the program, say from a three-year to a four-year program to give them that extra time, to, whether it's, again, save up or, or fix their credit. Uh, in, in the cases where there, there's been some good cases where um, we had a client that she got a job promotion and she had to move out to British Columbia. So we were actually able to sell the home for more hmm. than what we were going to sell it to her for. And we actually returned, I would say, the majority or the most of the deposit that she had given into the program. She had a great opportunity, was moving LPC. Um, she had no need for a property here in Ontario. We were able to, to make a, a profit and sell the home and create a good situation as well. Um, again, if, if it's the same, you mentioned it before, it's at the bank. If, if you're not paying your mortgage every month, you'll maybe get a phone call or a letter the first time. Uh, maybe a strongly worded letter the second or third time. And then then you're going to have some dates on when we're going to you know kind of take the keys. Uh, and, and that's the kind of the process that we walk through as well, that here, we're trying to work with you. But if you're going to ignore and, and, and not take the guidance and instruction uh, that we're helping you through, or, you know, through your own uh, options, if it's something that you can't control, of course, then then that's a tough situation. We're going to work through that. But uh, um, yeah, we, we want to help our clients and work through it. And, and we get to see a situation where Hey, we can't walk away as a, you know as a win-win.
2: We have in uh, today's economy a lot of self-employed individuals. The gig economy is massive. Um, is is d- are self-employed people um, okay to enter this program?
3: Absolutely. That that uh, that's probably one of my favorite clients. These are people that are taking the risk to you know start their own company, start their own jobs, their side hustles that they want to turn into the full-time hustle um, that they're taking the times in the evenings and the weekends. Uh, again, away from their families to build something through maybe a passionate project or something that they care about. Uh, yeah, of course, we want to give them that opportunity. The The tough part is that, hey, they're going to make that side hustle money. You also have to claim that, right? We're in Canada. So if, you, if you, you're making income and you want to get a mortgage, you need to claim that income or else the bank's going to say you don't actually make that, right? So that's one thing that's a tough part with people that have been, you know, long self-employed that maybe don't you know, they can be creative in terms of what they what they make on paper. Um, but we want to help them get into that home. So if you are self-employed, you are working hard, you're maybe employing other people, right? The banks will give the, the, the mortgage to the employee before the, 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 the owner of the business because of the way the system is structured, right? So, we yeah, we definitely want to help those small business self-employed individuals and uh, definitely a great clientele that we work with. Uh,
2: last one for you. And, and Rob and I have talked about this on the show uh, before is there's a lot of co-ownership going on because people can't afford down payments. Um, Do you, and we only got about 90 seconds to talk about this, do you accept co-ownership?
3: So the the way that I see co-ownership is we've had many, even just friends or say a couple with maybe one of their siblings that have lived, moved in the house. So there's three people on the application so that they can, you know, combine their, their resources uh, and then at the end of the term, they decide, OK, who's going to buy each other out? And then they each have equity that they can move forward. So um, the co-ownership, I, I think, is a great idea to couples or friends or, or somebody that because there's you know people that don't want or don't have a significant other. Maybe there's a reason they want to live on their own. There's, uh, there's two
1: buddies. They they yeah, they, got uh, it. they buy it. And then at the end, yeah. they take over. And then they, they, they still live there. And then they can sell it exactly. and, and build yeah. equity so they can each go separate ways down the road.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a great solution. Yeah. Yeah, great solution.
2: Yeah, go ahead, Rob.
1: People that, uh, barbers, sometimes they do a lot of cash business. Do you guys, like, it doesn't show that they have... Um, money on the record but they do a lot of cash businesses
3: that's tough for them to qualify today if they walk into the bank if they're not claiming yeah that's right yeah. so we have to work with the mortgage broker on gotcha. know, what, what they actually need to claim their stated income their, their actual statements. but like that, that's more for the mortgage team. gotcha
2: great stuff special guest Alfonso Salemi from Jag Rent to Home thanks for joining us today and thank you Rob for another fantastic show and thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show we're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML
0: the proceeding was a paid commercial program